0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-hosts, my partners in crime, Brock Davis and Nate Green, fellas, I don't want to ask you guys, but how's it going? Happy Easter!
2: Happy Easter! Happy Easter. Yes. Yeah, Happy, happy Easter. Easter! It's a good day. Happy Easter!
1: It's, it's been a rough. It's been a rough two days of baseball for or Oh,
2: you you meant baseball wise. I thought you just meant personally. First, <laughs> personally, uh, personal, great. Great. baseball wise, we don't need to talk about that.
1: That's fair. Oh no! All right. Well, let's just not talk about. No, we're still going to talk about it. they are still going to talk about it. Of course. Brock, how you doing down there?
3: Hold Man, my, my mental state after that game, it's like I needed to wind down or something. Like, it was typical Angels baseball, dude.
1: Nine games in. This is what we're talking about already. Huh, fellas? Nine games in. Nate, I don't want to hear it from you because you're not right.
2: You got that smirk from me earlier today. I sent like him a text, that. and it was a smirk face, but... We'll talk about that later. About what taking,
1: that was. Taking positives, I'll 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 take positives away from these last two series, um, you know, and from the whole the whole season itself so far. You got to take a lot of positives away. Um, but first, did you guys see uh, the Rocket City game?
2: I did. Ben Joyce
1: situation. I uh, this so this is my scouting report on Ben Joyce. It will always stay the same until proven otherwise. When he's good, he's unhittable. When he is okay, he is unhittable. When he's bad, he's bad. He was bad. <laughs> he was bad. And for those of you guys who uh, don't know, uh, Rocket City threw a no-hitter. They lost seven to five. Impressive. I don't. I, I can't say that I've ever seen that. Not even really in little league or anything like that. I'm sure it's happened in little league or, or something along the lines of that. Yep. But I, I don't think I've ever. I've never seen something like that before. Um, so quite quite impressive for that to. Uh, for that to happen no hitter give up seven runs, uh one out away from one strike away from from closing out the no hitter and uh and they end up giving seven runs up in the seventh inning really impressive that's all i gotta say there seven inning double headers there in double head in, in double a take positives away from that though six innings of no hit baseball from coleman crow uh six innings of uh, five innings of shutout baseball for sam bachman velo's back up there looks really good looks like a starter Let's get on to talking a little bit, bit of Angels baseball here, fellas. We know how it, it, I don't even. It's tough. It's tough right now. I'll say that. it It is. It's very tough and it's been tough. It's It's been very, very tough. Nate, don't. I don't know. It's to... funny
2: that you say it's tough though, because like they're it's still winning tough. games. What? There they're are still, still winning, winning
1: games. No. So the way. It's, it, but it's just funny that though it's, tough, that
2: it's like. The way oh, that I think it's tough. tough is that the angels,
1: the angels should be eight and one. Is that fair to say? You look at the yeah. opening night against uh, opening day mm-hmm. against Oakland. They should probably win that game. You know, in, in they can't close it out. You look at uh, the game they lost against Seattle. That's probably the game, only game that they should have lost this season. Yep. They get blown out. You know, the offense doesn't show up. Nothing, nothing happens there, and that's to be expected. It's going to happen. You look at game one against uh, the home opener against. The Blue Jays should have won that game. You, you, you got you to be able to close those games out no matter how many runs or scored. Same thing with the opening day against Oakland. How
2: many hits you had, all that stuff. That, yeah.
1: It doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. You got to be able to close that game out. You got to be able to close that game out. You
2: do.
1: You look at tonight's today's game against the Blue Jays, six run lead. You blow it. You come back in the ninth, you have a lot of momentum, and you cannot have a shutdown. You got to figure out a way to get a shutdown inning. Or only give up one run in that in that tenth inning. Even though, God, I hate those rules. I, I still hate it. It ruins baseball. I'm a traditionalist. I I I I just don't like the extra innings rule. I think it just is so. I, I just it's it's horrible. No matter what, like even if the Angels won today's game, I still hate it. Even mm-hmm. if the Angels win all extra inning games because of it, I don't like it. I just mm-hmm. think it ruins the game. Um, regardless, you give up a six run lead at the grand slam from Chapman against Detmers that knocked him out. Once uh, can't come in and. And and close out that inning, they end up giving up six in that inning, and you know it, it just seems to be the bullpen. It it seems to be the bullpen right now, right? Like the offense seems good, The starting pitching has been good, bullpen. The, Nate, the bullpen's a problem. Bullpen seems to be. Who would have guessed I'm not talking to you, Brock. What do you got? Take give, give me some give me some thoughts here. There's a lot of positives to take away from all this. How about this? How about I'll stick
3: to the positives because I think somebody else on the show is going to handle the, the other end of the spectrum. Well, maybe that'll so be- I'll stick to the positives. Hunter Renfro. So obviously, like last night, he had the homer. Tonight, I think it was four RBIs. He had that super clutch to run double. And he had it in a moment where the game was such an emotional roller coaster already as it was right? Like it finished out 13 to 12, like 25 runs. And I want to say 26 hits, if I'm not mistaken. And it was just, it was insane. Like it started out 6-0, and you're like feeling really good. And then before you know it, we're losing 10 to six. And then Hunter Renfro comes up, he hits the clutch two run double. We're back in the game. So Renfro is either heating up or getting in the swing of things, whatever it needs, whatever it this means it's obviously good to see
1: he, he played really well today. It's it's funny because that was the one question that I was saving until today from, from uh, our Q&A that we had from our fans was, are you worried about Hunter Renfro's slow start? And now all of a sudden we're talking about him being one of the, you know, one of the hottest angels coming in with the, with the Blue Jays series. And we hope he continues. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have ever worried about it either. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those, he's one of those guys that,
3: it's just he he's he's a straight power guy. He's a hard contact kind of guy, kind of like Trout, but Trout's on another level. You know what I mean? Trout Trout's in his own atmosphere, but Renfro is is has that commonality with Trout in the sense that when he hits the ball, he hits the ball, and it just it's getting him there to getting him in the swing of things. Another positive thing: Drury hit his first homer today, which was nice to see. It sucked to see him strike out in that moment after the Renfro double, but it's almost one of those things where it's like dude, we scored 12 runs. Like how much more can we ask of the offense to continue to keep it going? Like, can you be mad at Otani for grounding out in that last at bat? Like, I feel like I can't. Like he hit a clutch two-run homer earlier in the game. Like almost everybody contributed today except Ward. And I think think there was one other guy. And even, even Ward on paper didn't look like he contributed, but he had two very clutch walks that could have – ended the game sooner than later. So even, even with Ward, I think he was owned 4 on paper. I think Renhefa was really the only person that you can say without a doubt did not contribute because he was owned 4 with four K's I believe. So ultimately the positives to draw from this is Renfro's heating up and hopefully he continues it. We, it, we were pretty decent with patience at the plate for the most part. Um Well, is still contributing on the level we want him to. So there's a lot of positives to draw from this game. I'm not worried about Detmers. So I'm still going to stay positive about Detmers. It was just, you know, he had a bad inning and all starters are going to have bad innings. It just got out of control. And the Blue Jays were, I don't want to say getting lucky. Uh, I don't really think luck was a part of it in that inning. But later in the game, you saw that really come out with the soft contact. And it was very frustrating, specifically with Tapera. Yeah. So positives, we scored 12 runs and there's Negatives guys that are starting to contribute. but um, I'll leave the remaining negativeness
1: for Nate. Now, Nate, I'm not gonna give you just full full leeway to lean into these. Guys.
2: But I did want to talk yeah. about Renfro getting hot. I, I was yeah. I sent a text to a Buddy said don't let him get hot because when he gets hot he he can get rolling. So good to see him. Good to see Sandy, Sandy threw the ball well again on Friday. Um, continuing that WBC uh, kickstart that got him going, so there there were some good things out of this. But what were you going to say before I get into? I said I wasn't going to give
1: you like full like just hammer him because again we're talking nine games in. Realistically, not- realistically, the Angels sh- could very well be eight and one. They've had we talked about this on the phone. They've had what three bad innings now since uh, more more than two- so we said like two full. It was too
2: games. bad. It was two bad innings until and today. then today,
1: and then today yeah. just the bullpen kind of wasn't what it was supposed to be for sure.
2: Uh, so so I, I'll be, I'll be nice. Okay, um, I, I'm not going to blame it on any individual player, any individual player. I'm not going to blame it on any pitching, any bullpen, anything like that. First of all, Perry Manassian, we said go get a closer. Go get a freaking closer. Where the frick is our closer? Um we don't have we don't have guys. Like we don't have the right guys. We we said it. We said go get more bullpen guys. You had minor league deals, you had other guys available. I think Michael Fulmer signed for like two to three million. He was a guy who was a hot trade commodity at the at the deadline last year. He's thrown the ball really well for the Cubs. Um hold on, what one more spot before I before I finish here. Um Phil Nevin, why why are we letting Reed Detmers pitch to Matt Chapman there? Why? He he's thrown a good game, he's thrown a shutout. You you know he doesn't have it anymore. He goes walk single hit by pitch. Why is he facing Matt Chapman? I why? agree with
3: that. I agree with that. Why? I agree with the negative. Phil Nevin here.
2: needs to figure it out. We said he's not a major league manager. He's not a major league manager. Figure it out. He has cost us all these games except for the one that, you know, we, we didn't really have a chance at. But exactly. Phil Nevin, wh- whoever you want to blame, whether it's Perry, whether it's uh, the assistant GM, whether it's Phil, whatever, those three need to figure it to freak out like they do. Because right now we have all of our losses to blame to those three guys. You could dude, say the dude, one that we you, got blown out. Are,
3: are you upset with him putting in Herget there too against Bichette? Absolutely. Taking out more?
2: Why? Absolutely, because because Matt Moore can get righties and lefties out. He actually has reverse splits. He can yeah. get right. He gets righties out better than he gets lefties. As, actually.
1: So I mean, as good as and we we did this, you play you, for me for me. If we're
2: playing the matchup game, play the freaking matchup game. Don't you go don't with do what it, all the time?
1: You go with what your best asset is, not what the Blue Jays or you know the opposing team's worst asset is. Your, your so like, shit you look is better than theirs. Yeah, that's what you have to think about. Yeah, yeah. So, is Matt more better against righties, or do you like Jimmy Herget better against righties? Granted, if they are very similar, which they were, I think I say I would say you just leave the dude in in. 2022. Very similar in 2022. Then you know what do you look at? And that's I think you know last season, Bo Bichette was worse against lefties than he was righties, which is a little bit weird. Ten points worse, WRC plus wise. You know whatever you want to take from that, he might probably have had a couple more home runs. It wasn't crazy amount by any means. You know, he I hasn't know. been hitting lefties maybe. very well this year and a very small sample
3: size. And but hasn't, hasn't been, been hitting well, this, very year well this year either. This has been, hasn't
2: been the same dude that we saw last year either. Like, I know he had the one outing in Seattle where he threw up a zero, but even in that outing, or maybe it was Oakland, I'm blanking right now, but um, I was texting Jared during that outing going this is a lot of middle, middle 86 mile an hour stuff. Like e- even the slider she was throwing, it was like, Oh, it's, it's hanging and it's middle. Like guys just aren't swinging that stuff or they're getting under it. Like, yeah, it's working today, but that doesn't, that does not play long-term. So th- there were just a lot of mismanagement bullpen wise, I think pitching wise in general. And, and I got to put the blame on, on Nevin and, and and staff whether whether you want to blame the pitching coach whether you want to blame the assistant pitching coach whether you want to blame uh the bench coach because maybe he's hearing from Perry and and staff up there i think those are the guys to blame for this like we have talked about this for how long Jared put these guys in opportunities to succeed
1: and I, and i agree with that and i 100% agree with that and that, and leading into that i think the angels i think the angels have a good bullpen Stop if you put it. guys, if you put guys in correct spots, right? If they, you put those, they don't they have
2: a, they don't have a fireman, which is the guy who comes in when when you don't you don't have a guy that's a proven
1: to get outs. So you don't have that guy that can come that's in correct. and just close the door. They haven't. Nobody has proven that. Like I thought, Separa coming into today was was looking like that guy
2: that could come in and just kind of shut the door. But they didn't use today. him in that situation. And they, they used had, him no, in a clean inning. No, exactly. Like if he comes in with two outs and second and third, and he or one out and second and third, he gets a punchy and a pop-up. You're going great job. You're all done.
1: Like also another thing are... that is, has that constantly been, been bothering since, I don't know if it's Perry or even before that. I think it has been Perry since 2020. Um, uh, because I remember Fabian Ardia, uh, who's now at the Dodgers mm-hmm. constantly mentioned this, Giants? but what Giants? No, he's with the Dodgers. Um, I thought Fabian. he moved, uh, thought he moved uh, with the, uh, but, yeah, moved. keep going. Whatever. Um, constantly like dirty innings yeah putting guys into putting guys into dirty innings it started and i think 2020 was the year that it started because we that's when it started getting mentioned a lot was was with joe madden bringing guys in with two outs runners on base and not being able to 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 close that out you know like there's a time and a place
2: to bring somebody in in that situation and a lot there are of- certain relievers that should be brought in in those situations. Like Ryan Tepera is probably a guy because he's the high velo guy who could get strikeouts. Estevas probably could be that guy if he can find the strike zone. Um, but but they need a dude who who's going to go shut the door. Like even when Estevis came in yesterday with the four run lead, I know all Angel fans were still holding their breath because they've seen him in spring training. They've seen him this year and he hasn't looked like he's thrown up zeros, but he hasn't looked good. It it hasn't been like a clean one, two, three. Like, oh, he he threw twelve pitches and he was just lights. They don't have that guy, and playoff teams have those guys. Playoff teams have multiple of those guys, but
1: so we can do so we can do all the complaining in the world. Do we have answers to this though? Right, like we can say like you need to go go get get a dude.
2: You got to go get a dude in the pen.
1: Is Ben is Ben Joyce is Ben Joyce the answer? Like, not that uh what. So not even like again, people are going to sit here and be like Ben Joyce gave up. Eight walks and however many yep. runs during that. Like I'm not. I don't care about that. To be honest, like, I it, don't either. It's whatever. Is Ben Joyce that guy right now? Do we? Do you? Would you trust him in certain in those situations yet? I, do we, I think. This, do we trust our own bullpen though? That's the thing. Like, why not? Yeah, you need to find a guy. You need to find already. a guy. Like, so, there is there a guy? Is there a guy in? Is, is it Steves? You know, like, no. you gotta find an answer. I think Stevez has two a hard answers. time
3: working the edges, bro. He can't work the edges at all. He's like either out of the strike zone or he's or he's middle middle. And like I think he go ahead. Sorry. He's just got, he, it's just frustrating. It's just super frustrating. And this is a part that I I'm hundred percent in with Nate where it's like, I was holding my breath when Estevez came in, especially with the way that the bullpen has performed already. And then Estevis comes in. It's not, it's not that breath of fresh air. We are like, ah, oh, thank God. Like imagine how we felt when a had that stretch, like that was a breath of fresh air when they're doing their game over, you know, high fives when he's about to go in, like we need that energy back again. And estevis or anybody else in our bullpen right now can nowhere near close to provide that with us.
1: You know, you know where it starts. And I think, I feel like we see this a lot at the beginning of the season too. It starts at, It it also starts at the starting pitching, you know, as well. I think you need to get guys a little deeper into games. Hold on there, Nate. You need to find a way to get guys a little deeper into games, right? Like we're still seeing that pitch count. That pitch count kind of climb up a little bit. If you can get like, if you find a way to get Detmers into that hundred pitch mark today instead of I think he was at eighty nine when they took him out today. I, I you know I think it's a little bit better. You get him, you're, you're able to get him into the you know sixth seventh inning at that point. Like I know we gave the grand slam, um and and we saw the and we saw everything kind of start to go downhill a little bit. Um, but uh but I mean he was primarily fastball slider today. I'd love to see that change up in the in the curveball come into play a little bit more, especially later in the game, second, third time around there for sure. Um but again, like you look at the Suarez, yeah, Suarez didn't get deep into games and it felt like they just kind of tried to piece it together and it, it, it was it was whatever. You know, how 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 far did Sandoval go? Uh six you know, six innings?
2: Yeah. You can find which way- I think is good for this yes. this time of the year. Like you should be able to pencil in a seven, eight, nine guy. Like you should have a squad where it's seven, eight, nine penciled in. We got a six. We're up. We're up going into the seventh. We got our three dudes. Game over. Yeah. Right. Hundred so, percent. So that that's my issue. I'm not blaming any guys. I don't think that. I do think that there is a two fixes though. But the problem with my two fixes, I don't know if there's two roster spots for them, because that would mean Perry would have to admit that he messed up. And he can't do that right now because his job is he's on a he's on a flaming seat right now. It is hot. Well, we're not
1: we're not going to start that yet, but I I do agree. But but it's hot about
2: that, and and a lot of people agree with that. Um,
1: There's a lot of people that agree with that. So so
2: my my question: there's two guys. C Rod is a guy when he's healthy. C Rod is a guy who could be that guy. Uh, He can get outs. He can get big outs. Ben Joyce, I'm willing to roll the Mm -hmm. dice with Ben Joyce because I think with the velo and he's around the zone most of the time yeah he pulled he was pulling the front side the other day and he walked a couple guys it happens it happens to guys who throw that hard different baseball too yeah and it was that was probably his first outing since spring yeah so it it wasn't like it's oh hey he's thrown two or three times like yeah he might have that his first outing in the bigs but after that he should be dialed in and you shouldn't be putting him in and you know ninth inning up one first time out when it when it comes to the bigs, obviously minor leagues fine with it. Not a big deal, but I think he is an answer. And I think C-Rod is an answer, but, but who do you get rid of? wants is actually thrown the ball pretty well until today. He made the air and, you know, some things spiraled on him, but he he has been one of the better relievers up until this point.
1: Used used in good situations, might I add there too. That,
2: that's where he's supposed to be used yeah. by the way. Um, but you look at the high leverage guys, right? You got loop, you got to you got more, you got a those are the... F- and Quijada. So you, you have the five high leverage guys, right? Quijada's not going anywhere. Um, they they like him. Herget's not going anywhere. I might have not even mentioned Herget. He's not going anywhere. You can't get rid of Loop, and you can't get rid of Tapera. They were paid way too generous, and you know I bring this up all the time. They were paid way too generous for you to cut in April of their second year. If you do that, then you're going... Oh crap, I messed up not one but two bullpen signings and I might have messed up two more, depending on how more and Esteve's pitch. So it it's kind of the same thing of why we think uh Davidson made the roster because Perry's gotta make something of the Russell Iglesias trade instead of just like, oh uh, we salary dot them, we could we probably could have got a younger guy and, and helped, but we had to go get a guy right now because we think this is the right guy. And, you know, he could have easily been DFA'd. So that is my only concern with my two options that you said, are there, are there fixable options? I, I do think there are fixable options. Just who, who do you take? Whose roster spot do you take?
1: Well, you're pressing the panic button too early too. You're nine games in. Yes. You know, you've seen what three iffy outings from angels relievers, you know, it's been a, It's been a you know oh man heart attack thing every single time they've come out are we are we push you pushing the panic button too early would also I
2: I don't think you're pressing the panic button by going to get a need like it's pretty obvious what one of your needs are you know it's not like we're pressing the panic button on Tyler Anderson or or uh, or Reed Detmers or Or you are relax Um, I'm not pressing the panic button they're exactly who we thought they were Um, Suarez. Anderson, Detmer's like, uh, are we pressing the panic button on them after two starts? No, but it's not, it's not pressing the panic button right now for like, if the angels went out and was like, Oh my gosh, like, d- did you know you could go trade for fill in the blank? Like, you know, like, did you know you can go trade for Jack Flaherty right now? Like if that was an option and the angels made that trade, would, would you say they press the panic button on the starting pitching? Yeah. I don't think so. I think that you recognize a need and you went out and and you, and you made it better, right? Like you already know going into the year that the bullpen is an issue, whether you thought it was fixed or not, you've seen it's not fixed. So for you to go make a move right now, I don't think it's pressing the panic button. It's just identifying what the problem is and making it and trying to make a fix because some people think that this team has a shot to be special and the bullpen needs to be better for this team to be special.
1: You give it a give it a couple another series so brock you got any anything else to add on to this before we let everybody go I feel like I'm actually not
3: displeased with the starting pitching performances at all. I feel like I've been happy with it and it, I might be wrong here because I, I've I've watched every game but it's kind of all a blur at this point because well, we're nine games in I think barring that inning obviously that Detmer's had today but I'm pretty sure that every start the Angels'
1: starting rotation has had has been a quality start. I think Tyler Anderson went over that he uh, did. Uh, on Tuesday. I think he gave up four in the first, four in the first two innings, and then settled. He gave up, he up five
2: s- and four and two thirds. He so settled that down a only, little is, bit. But... Is
1: that one and Detmer's the only two that we have?
2: Detmer's that... b- both of Detmer's starts haven't been quality. Mm, you Suarez, need to go...
1: Suarez hasn't been
2: either. Oh,
1: Suarez yeah. was not.
3: Damn! Why do I feel like it's been so much more than that?
2: Because they've thrown the ball well, but it's hard It's hard to get a quality start early because you're asking guys to yeah. go six and get less than three. I like thought the it was five and less than three. Th- it's six. So mm. it's, it's okay. not That's like probably
3: it- why I thought that then.
2: But they've thrown the ball well. Like it's not like you've seen um like Sandoval, even Otani's bad start, like he still muscled out six innings and got a job done. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah,
2: bad start. It, he didn't know, he like, didn't
3: look as good as he normally does, but on paper it still looked like a good start. Yeah, exactly. So
2: like they they've thrown the ball well as a as a starting pitching group. Um the bullpen just hasn't been put in right spots. But Brock keep going. Sorry.
3: No, you're good. Um, dude, it's just, it sucks. It sucks because I think we've made big leaps in a lot of different arenas. Like our opening day lineup this year compared to last year, everybody, every Angels fan would say that it's leaps and bounds better than it was last year. Our starting rotation has been pitching leaps and bounds better than it was last year. Otani and Sandoval were like the only two that you would feel like you would, and even Sandoval on certain days. But Sandoval started out so strong, but I feel like now our rotation is still leaps and bounds stronger as a group than it was last year. Our lineup is stronger one through nine, especially with Ohapi and that nine spotter, even at anywhere in the bottom of the lineup. And it still sucks to be still facing struggles and not winning games that you should be winning. And it's, it's just frustrating. And it seems like you look at teams like the Dodgers, you know, over the last few years where, They just always have dudes, always. And it's just what what do the Angels need to do to have their roster constructed in a way where we don't have super big weaknesses? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, if you have five categories that make up a good team, I'm not going to think of what they are right now, but you could put it in your head. Right now, that weak spot is the bullpen, and it's killing us. It's killing us. Like our defense has been good. Our offense has been killer. We've been scoring a shit ton of runs. We have been. And the starting pitching has been above average. And it's like, what? I don't, it's just a bullpen right now. Like that's our weakness. And it's, it's showing you how big of an effect a poor bullpen and not having a real closer can affect your game. And And, and people have to remember the athlete that all three of us will remember is that if you, Come out, you score six runs, your bullpen blows a lead. It's deflating to the guys coming up to the plate. Like It's deflating. When you have a big lead and you lose that lead, it's deflating to everybody that's hitting that field. Regardless of how you want to look at it, we know that they try to come out and they get fired up. But at the end of the day, bullpen keeps blowing leads like this. It's going to affect the entire team mentally,
1: and it's going to be frustrating for them just as much as it is for us, if not more yeah absolutely and the bull, bullpen has always been volatile and and nate we're not talking about closers thank you very much that's what that was about um bullpens always volatile so you never know the bullpen could come out and just absolutely shove for the next 30 games you know you, that's that's the weird crazy thing about it also why i would never spend money on a bullpen is because of how volatile a bullpen could be so guys with all that being said thank you so much for listening to this podcast and watching us. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you are listening and watching. Go ahead and follow myself on Twitter, J_Tims, Brock at B-D-R-O-X-8, Nate at NateGreen34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.